Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. According to a recent study, 75% of Americans report sleep disturbances caused by their partner. Not all of them go so far as to start sleeping separately. Only about 10% of married couples sleep in separate bedrooms. Around 25% of American couples sleep in separate beds, according to a recent National Sleep Foundation. Although they believe that many more do, but aren't willing to admit it, uh, due to the stigma of sleeping separately, being equated with a troubled marriage. And, and, you know, generally speaking, sleeping separately, I believe, is equated to a troubled marriage. I think you need to overcome the problems that you may have. So if it is somebody snoring uh, loudly and you can't get to sleep, well, there's ways around that. You could talk to a doctor about the snoring if it's really bothering you. Because let's be clear about it, 60% of the population, I believe, over the age of 30 snore. That's just a fact. And if you think you don't snore, well, you probably don't know because you don't hear yourself snoring because you're asleep at the time. But sometimes you might wake yourself up and... You know, in the middle of the night, you wake up... Or you, you know when you actually when you notice it really is when you're starting to fall asleep. So you're starting to drift off. Maybe you're watching telly or something, or you you know you're lying in bed and you have your phone in your hand or whatever it is, and you start to drift off and you, and you wake yourself up with a little snore. That's how you know you're a snorer. And most people are snorers over the age of thirty or forty years of age. Anyway, but anyway, so but most people can sleep through it. Couples get used to hearing it's like hearing the clock ticking. You eventually just get used to it. It doesn't bother you. Um, but a whopping 59% of couples who started sleeping separately say they have improved sleep quality. And the survey also showed that for those who had a troubled sleeping together, about half of the respondents reported less sex and more fighting. Ooh. See? Some common reasons couples slept apart include snoring, restlessness, preferred temperature differences, frequent trips to the bathroom or incomplete sleep schedules. So today I want to know, do you think there's anything wrong with sleeping in separate beds or bedrooms? Is this a sign of the marriage coming to an end? I think it probably is, if you ask me. But however, or do you believe this can be a positive thing for a relationship? Because according to the research, they're saying it can be a positive thing for some couples. Not for everybody, by the way. Um, the number is 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. Do you think it's a positive thing in a relationship if people or couples sleep in separate beds? And how would you react if your other half said, listen, you know, you need to go into the other bedroom. I can't be sleeping with you. Jay's you're tossing and turning too much. You're taking over the bed. You're snoring your brains out. Whatever. I don't know. How would you react if your other half asked you to sleep in another bedroom? If you have another bedroom spare to sleep in, that is. Why don't you sleep in with the kids, love, huh? Uh, the number is 087-188-0008. Is your tr- marriage in trouble if you're the half says, you know, sleep in the other room? Or do you think that's a positive thing for a relationship? Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. Also getting one or two texts, by the way, by, from Ukrainian citizens living in Ireland um, who are saying they're concerned about their relations back home. If you are a Ukrainian citizen, you're li- living in Ireland, please send us a text or a WhatsApp. Uh, we could pop you on the air if you want to talk to us. The number is 087-188-0008. You can WhatsApp or text right now. Is it the end of the relationship? <laughs> is it the end of the marriage? If your other half says, listen, I, I don't know what I can do with your snoring anymore. I'm the, this bedroom is too hot. I know you like it warmer than me. and all that kind of, I, you, no, you need to go into the other room. I, I can't sleep properly. You know, is that the end of the relationship as far as you're concerned? Or is it a good positive thing?
you know, then maybe you get a break from each other. Uh, the number's 87 Kathleen, you're on Ireland's Classic Hits. How are you doing? I'm good. Good afternoon, Niall. Good. Now, Kathleen, it, it, you believe it's important for the health of the relationship to share a bit? I do, yeah. I think um, the intimacy is very important. Uh, it's the glue that keeps the marriage together, I think. Absolutely. And, and when we say intimacy, even just the cuddling or the holding hands or whatever it is, or, or yeah. just that, yeah. being close to one another. Yeah, it doesn't. That's, it's the closeness, really, I think. Mm, yeah. yeah, it doesn't have to be full oh, on sex every yeah. night, you know what I mean? But, but it'd be the closeness of it. Uh, and in relation to this foundation or this research that shows that it can be a positive thing to sleep apart, do you think people are just saying that because they're sleeping apart? <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> but I, I don't, I wouldn't agree with that at all, you know. Right, Unless okay. it's a mutual decision that they both come to the conclusion themselves, yeah, look, we, we'd be better off in separate beds. But then I think, you know, the marriage is doomed. Doomed. I do really, you know. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't disagree with you, Kathleen. I would imagine the marriage is doomed when you get to that point. Maybe it suits some people. I don't know. So how long are you married, Kathleen? Well, now I'm widowed a long time. So oh, are you? Oh, I'm sorry to hear I, that. I, when... told, I told John that, your researcher, yeah. So, and when, when, did, when did your other half pass away? Um... 12 years ago. Ah, oh, well, 12 years ago, but still my condolences to you. It must have been obviously a terrible time for you at the time. How long were you married for? Um, 13 years. Oh, gosh, gosh. What was his name? John. John. He's, well, if he's listening now, he'd be hearing you on the radio. He'd be delighted to hear you on the radio. Was he a snorer? No, I, well, I, it didn't worry me. I, I don't remember. Are you, a, are you a snorer, Kathleen? I think we're all snorers. I just want to sleep cycle after. So it tells me that I snore and that I talk in my sleep. And oh, you like talk that. in your sleep? Oh, that's very dangerous, isn't well, it? <laughs> now, sometimes it says the baby's sleeping, but I think that's the cat that's screaming at me to let him out, you know. Oh, right, I get you. But I always say to people, talking in your sleep now can be a bit dangerous. You never know what could be said. Oh, I know. It's yeah. like talking when you're drunk. <laughs> I know, yeah. Okay, yeah. well, stay there just for a second, because Sarah, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing? Oh, Sarah, sorry. You're doing too well, though, are you? Well, say that again. Sorry, I missed that bit, Sarah. What'd you say? You're doing too well. Who, me? <laughs> I think that's terrible, the end of a marriage if you're sleeping in two separate rooms. Why, are you sleeping in separate rooms? Not at the moment. But you but will be if you keep snoring. <laughs> <laughs> I do. You snore your brains out, do you? I, I will. According, I snore like a really... Loud. Big and deep pain, like. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> and has he said something to you about it? Most definitely. Yeah, and he's, has he suggested you go to another room? No, I told him if she doesn't like it, he has to go to another room. Oh, right, okay. But you heard what Kathleen said, and I tend to agree with her. No, it, listen, it's not about that, right? You have respect for each other, right? I'm being honest. If you're working long hours, now I'm going to bring it back to this, right? And if you're not getting asleep on an ongoing basis, 24-7, that's catching up with you, right? Yeah. So you're going to be nasty, right? And you're going to be nasty to your husband throughout the day. Right, so if you're, if you're tired. not getting a proper sleep, mm. you know what I mean. So the common sense thing is, well, if I'm working a couple of days in a row, one or two days is not going to kill you. It doesn't mean that when I wake up, you wake up, you come in, sit and have a cuddle. Yeah, but what about the, you know, you know what, what about the, psh, you know. What, your jiggy jiggy? Yeah. Daytime radio, we'll call it, we often, myself and Damien often have this joke, we call it chess. What about if you want to play a game of chess? <laughs> Well, you can still have that. So, Jesus, you can do that anywhere. Yeah, but you yeah, but but yeah, it but doesn't but, have to be in the bed. But generally speaking, that kind of 
behaviour, you know, that that enjoyable behaviour is spontaneous, is it not? Okay, now, do you fall asleep after having sex? Do I? Yeah. Well, see, you do, but I wouldn't. Right. And it doesn't mean well, then, every other man out there was. Well, there was a whole there was a whole thing, sorry, but I think it was, was it Billy Connolly or was it Richard Pryor says, if your woman doesn't fall asleep after sex, you haven't done a good job. Well, you know what? <laughs> Did you, who was it you said I said I think it was Billy Connolly or Richard Pryor. I'm not too sure. He says, if you're, know, if, yeah. you're, he said, if you're finished and she says, wants to start talking about computer components, he says, you've more to do. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. That's what the feeling is there for, isn't it? <laughs> that other song. <laughs> so, so, Kathleen, Sarah, you know, believes that it's important for a relationship that she gets a good night's sleep because she works hard. So does her other half. And she doesn't want to be cranky during the day and tired. I know, but she, she's not talking about permanently moving out of the bedroom. She's saying, you know, a few nights, go into another room and just, I, I see no problem with that. Mm. I think um, when one partner moves out of the room like that, um, I think it's the other partner possibly being rejected. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, I totally agree with that, Kathleen. I really do. I totally, I wouldn't live here if that, I, I wouldn't be around any man if I had to live or sleep in a separate room like that. Because that all is the time. a separate life. Yeah. Mm. Who's your woman, uh, Helen Bonham Carter? And yeah, who, who is she married to again? Was it Johnny? Paula oh, she's on the phone. She's on the phone, Paula. God's sake. Okay. Uh, yeah, so she's she was married to, sorry, who did you say you married to? Tim Burton. Okay. So Helen Bottom Carter and Tim Burton, they live in separate houses. <laughs> they were, no, they're divorced crazy. now, but they used to live in separate houses. So they're, and, and they're only down the street from each other, like. Well, yeah, they come together for... Nuki and all that kind of thing. Yeah, for, yeah, for the dookie doo. So yeah, whatever. Hmm. Stay there for a second. I want to go to John as well. John, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How you doing, John? Hey, Noel. How you doing? Sarah was on the phone there. Paul was calling her, I think. Anyway, <laughs> but um, you heard what Kathleen said a few minutes ago that, you know, she thinks if you start doing that full time, that's the end of the relationship, really. Um, interesting, Noel. Um, by the way, of the show, I listen all the time. But um, I never really ring in, but when I heard the topic, it really rang uh, okay. true with myself. Um, myself and my wife have been married seven years and 18 months ago we had a kid. So before we had the baby, we would sleep together, obviously. Yeah, obviously, then, otherwise the baby wouldn't be with us today. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and then when we had the kid, uh, probably two weeks into it, we kind of discovered, both of us, that my wife prefers to have a lion in the morning. Um, okay. But I am an early bird. I'm okay. up in the morning. And obviously with the baby being up early and up all night, she preferred to have a lion. So we both agreed that we'd sleep separately. Okay. Um, the child is 18 months now and we still do that, but our relationship is still fine. I mean, sexually, there's no issue. Um, uh, and like you said... But then you ago, have to... Sorry to be rude, but you... you well, I, if I am being rude, I do apologise in advance. But then you kind of have to arrange the intimacy. Well, Do, do really. you know what I mean? Like, should we... Do you want to do it tonight? Like, wherever, whatever room we need to do it in. Uh, you, no, but, I mean... Do you I understand mean, what I'm It doesn't happen spontaneously anymore. Well, we do we do spend time in, in the bedroom, so to speak. I mean, yeah. when, when the child has got to when the, when the child has gone to sleep, yeah. my wife will read a book and I lie down and uh, listen to her show at nine o'clock or whatever. But um, it's you know, it stuff does happen at that point. But I mean, we do sleep separately because we kind of both agreed that we were both tired at the time when the child was waking. Uh, I was working; she had the child more and whatever. So it made sense that I'd be up at half four or five o'clock if the child was awake that time. Mm. And I'd have three or four hours with the child, get all the stuff ready, get his breakfast, get his stuff ready to go, 
she'd have her lie-in at up till nine o'clock, half nine, and then she's up and she's fresh. So before we done that, we were both really tired. Really, really. And there was a strain on our relationship from that point of view. But since we made the change, it was absolutely perfect for both of us. Oh, well, well, hang on. Sorry, Kathleen and Sarah, are you still there? Yeah, yeah I, I, I would agree with him. I think when, you know, when you're young parents, and especially when you're first child, a lot of parents would do that. Well, he, he's 18 months into it now. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's kind no, of becoming I'm, a good I'm thing now. About, I'm talking about late. No, no, I'm, I'm talking about much later. Like when um, maybe when the children are a bit older and one of them decides to move. You know, or even in, in retirement, I think. Um, yeah, sorry, Kathleen. Mm. Because the, chi- the, chi- the child is 18 months, and I think you said that, now we're 18 months in, but I mean, the child is still sleeping in the main bedroom, oh, so to speak. I so, yeah, I oh, yeah, he's 18 months and he's still sleeping in the same bedroom? Uh, he is at the yeah. moment, yeah. Ah, I need to sort that one out. Well, no, that's no, coming close, trust me. Because <laughs> I'm getting cold in my bedroom. Yeah, he needs to... Yeah. I, I, don't, what, what's the, I, I, I should remember because I've got three kids. But what's the going rate? Sarah, what's the going rate for getting them out of the bedroom? What? Oh, I don't know. I won't be able oh, to you, like oh, that. Oh, you wouldn't be able I, to. I, I have no children. Oh, that's I, right, that's right. But still, at the one time, I think that's a weird arrangement, you know? Do you? Like, if you're a married couple and you have, like, that's part of marriage, that's part of life, that's part of... It is, I isn't it? I 100% understand about the pressures of a relationship with both is not sleeping. Yeah. No, I know, well, I do I, understand I, what John is saying, all right, but... Yeah. I, although, John, it wouldn't be me now. Do you know what I mean? There's a gap there that I wouldn't be able to justify as being a married couple. Like, I think, see, yeah. John, the point is, I, I think a lot of people would think, and as much as I respect your decision to do that, I'm frowning upon you for that decision, but I do believe that when you have children in a relationship and you are sleeping together and all that, there, I mean, because I remember when our first child was born, going back many, many years ago, I was working at night in the nightclubs, which was kind of handy. So when I came home at four o'clock in the morning, if the baby needed a middle of the night feed, I could do all that and stay downstairs with the baby, rocking the baby asleep while I was watching the television until five in the morning, right? So that was grand. But even if that arrangement wasn't there, I think you have a a duty in a marriage to sleep with your wife, even if it means a slight sacrifice that you're missing out a little bit on a bit of sleep, and vice versa, she has a duty to sleep with you. Do, do uh, you but not? I mean, I, you just said it there, I mean, you were a DJ and you were getting home at four o'clock, so I mean, you weren't really sleeping with your wife that much. Yeah, no. Well, no, you I would have been downstairs, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, realistically, from it worked for you, and I think for me and my wife, if we had stayed in the same in the same bedroom uh, up until now, you know, it was difficult. We were both, in a sense, like I said a minute ago, I'm mm. up early. I'm that type of guy. She's a type of, of girl that likes to sleep in. So that she was happy in that sense. And it actually made things a lot easier for us organisationally, for the kid and for, for, for everything to do it that way. Because you know yourself, when you have a baby, if, if you're up four, five, six times a night and then you're going out to drive a van or whatever it may be, I mean, there's issues there with you from a point of view of concentration and that's what my wife was mainly worried about. Well, do, well, do me a favour, John, stay with me for a second because I have to go to a break and go way over time for God's jeepers creepers. Well, I keep texting, keep WhatsApping numbers 087-188-008 jeepers, I don't have much left, long left. Oh, God, I meant, I didn't mean like time in my life, I meant on the show. Sorry, uh, that could just come out completely wrong. Uh, Dave, or John, stay with me, let me go to Dave. Dave, you're an Ireland's classic kids. How you doing, Dave? We're getting all confused now. Well, what's the fact? How are you doing, Dave? You've heard John, uh, for the convenience of, you know, when they had a new baby, he That's slept in a separate room. And, and also, on top of that, they stayed doing it now for the last 18 months. Um, sure. Hey, look, whatever works for them, I suppose. You know? Yeah, yeah. Especially when you have a new baby in the house. Like, sleep becomes probably the most precious commodity you have. 
Well, can you can you associate with that because you've got a new baby in the house now, haven't you? I do indeed. Yeah. So can you understand why John is sleeping in a separate room to his missus? Oh, Jesus, I can. I mean, we're six weeks in. He still wakes up every two and a half hours. Like, do you know? Right, okay, exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you know? Do you know? Like, just, just so one of you doesn't end up six feet under, it's kind of a good idea from time to time, isn't it? And could you see yourself doing it in the long term? Um, no, I mean, there are times where, like, I might tip on the couch if I'm, you know, up late playing video games or whatever. Do you know, I'm just put my arse going to bed or... Yeah, that's because you just haven't grown up yet. Okay, I get that, yeah. Uh, it says the man with a PlayStation 5. Oh, well, this is true, yeah. Okay, but yeah, I, yeah. I mean, as much as I understand both of you and what you're saying, I, I know that obviously you're not going to do it in the long term. Obviously, John has got into a, a kind of habit of doing it now, and they're getting, obviously, better quality of sleep, the two of them. But I don't know if it's a good thing for a marriage, John. No, but you see, like, if there's a reason, like, I know of a couple now, um, they're probably the most solid couple, like, they're the kind of couple that you look at and you think, if we can emulate them, we're doing well for ourselves. They sleep in separate rooms regularly because he snores so loud, the walls vibrate in the house. Ah, stop. You know, and it's uh, genuine, and it's no problem at all. They're the most solid relationship I've well, ever you, known okay, in my entire life. Would he not just do something about his snoring then? Is that well, not no, a better he's idea? Tried. He's, he's tried. He's, he's at the point where he's uh, considering getting his... Uh, the top of his nose cauterized to see if that will stop it. Like, and I mean, I stayed in the house with him. I'm a heavy sleeper. I could sleep through World War Three, and this dude even woke me up. Like, do you know? Okay, well, that could be difficult, I suppose, if it's very loud. Yeah, because most yeah, people like do snore, by the way. No, I think if it's something like that, you know, it's understandable. I think it shows a level of maturity where it's like, look, I love the I, I know, and I, I understand, you know, needs must, and I get that. But I do believe... Sorry, Johnny, you're still there, Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, John, of long term. How long are you planning on doing it for? Is this like, do you think this well, is just a good idea going forward? No, not really, No, I mean, realistically, we had just bought a house as well when, when we had the kid and we're still kind of doing stuff to the house and, you know, his room still isn't ready and whatever it may be. But, I mean, it's just, it kind of works from the point of view of, um, you know, this morning now, for example, the, the, the child was awake at, at five o'clock and, you know, the snow was out and we decided to go and throw snowballs at each other at half five in the morning. But, I mean, from that point of view, um, my wife was able to sleep in till till half nine this morning. Right. So, you know, I mean, you know, she's a business owner herself. She's got a lot going on now with everything, you know, whatever. So, I mean, re- for, from my point of view, I'm up early anyway. So it works that way that if, if, we, if we were to flip it and we say, right, wife, you now get up early in the morning and I'll do the night feed, it wouldn't work for us. Okay, so when he goes into his own room, and, and very quickly, sorry, Dave, what, what's the time limit on staying in your bedroom? Yeah, well, that's it. I mean, hey, come here. It, it's like people who say, I'll never let the child sleep in the bed with me. And then two or three years later, they're like, how do I get yeah. the child out of the bed? So, <laughs> exactly. You know, right okay, well, well, let's say you get him out in, in the next year anyway, John, right? Yeah. Will you go back into the bedroom then? Oh, 100%. I mean, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm screaming at the bottom of the stairs to get back up into bed, you know what I mean? You, you have to kind of understand that from both of our situations, it's working right now. And as soon as that little child has gone down the stairs into his own room, well, then I'm back up with my, 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 my hot heels on, you know, so... Absolutely, um, absolutely. Because I think it's just, it's good for a relationship. And as I said to you, in relation to the Jiggy Jiggy, you know, I mean, you can't be arranging Jiggy Jiggy all the time. It has to be spontaneous every now and again. Ah, it is. Trust me, no, there's no fear of that. <laughs> All right, listen, lads. Thanks very much, Nina. Appreciate both of you coming on the air today. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.